Welcome to Socially Supportive, where you'll hear the hottest insights and discover cutting-edge technology as we take you behind the scenes with the latest authors, top executives, and industry thought leaders. This is Customer Care the Social Way with your host, Frankie Soche. Episode 5 of the Socially Supportive Podcast is brought to you by The Social Pack. Get on the inside to stay on the top side. Head on over to sociallysupportive.com and join today for the latest tips, tricks, and technology in social and digital customer care. Also brought to you by Morningbrook Digital. Whether you need help setting up your digital or social care team or redesigning it, they can help. Email me at frankie at sociallysupportive.com for more details. Hello, Social Pack. Welcome to Wisdom Wednesday. As you might know, on Wednesday, I bring you straight to your earbuds wisdom from the best books, articles, videos, and other sources I find, and I share the highlights with you. Sort of like Cliff's Notes except it's Frankie's notes, so maybe we'll just call it According to Frankie. Links to materials covered are available in the show notes at sociallysupportive.com slash five, because this is episode five. Today's inspiration comes to us from Jeff Bezos, and he said, I'd rather interview 50 people and not hire anyone than hire the wrong person. And the book of the day is Match a systematic, sane process for hiring the right person every time by Dan Erling. And remember, you can find links to all the books mentioned on the show at sociallysupportive.com slash resources with links that will take you directly to Amazon. Or if you haven't signed up for Audible yet, there's a link there that will get you a month's free subscription to Audible when you sign up and you might be able to read the book for free. So stick around. We'll also, at the end of the show, have job openings or any other announcements at the end. Let's get into today's topic. I'm very excited to talk to you about this. Today's topic is hiring the right agent. I read a Harvard Business Review article from the January-February 2017 issue that was titled, If You Have Kids in the Car, Cover Their Ears Really Fast. Are they covered? Okay. It was titled Kick-Ass Customer Service, written by Matthew Dixon, Laura Nomareff, Scott Turner, and Rick DeLisi. Listen, I'm going to tell you that this article that they wrote is not just about hiring the right agent. It has a lot of really good information about providing customer service in a call center environment in general. But this information was of particular interest to me, and I thought that it would be of particular interest to you. So we may cover other information that's listed in the article on later episodes, but I highly encourage you to read that, and there'll be a link to this article in the show notes as well. So what they started talking about was the right type of agent to hire and how that may or may not be what you would think. It was what I thought, but this research that they've done provides study data to back up those thoughts and to give us a different perspective on who we should be hiring and why. So the gist of it, according to Frankie, is that there are seven different types of 
agents that they categorized from a global cross-industry study. The study included 1,440 reps. They broke out from their different criteria seven types of agents that were accommodators, competitors, controllers, empathizers, hard workers, innovators, and rocks. I'll give you a sneak peek into what's going to happen. We're really only going to focus on two of these. So if you're thinking, oh, geez, I'm at the gym and I don't have time to concentrate on seven different types of agents, don't worry. We're going to narrow it down and focus in on two. But just to show you a holistic picture of what we talked about, you'll, you'll see that it's all been covered. All right, so really quickly, accommodators are listed as people who meet their customers halfway with discounts and refunds. So if someone's upset, this agent would be really quick to say, I'm, I'm so sorry, let me offer you a discount or provide you with a refund so that we can make sure that you feel satisfied. These are accommodators, that's type number one. Type number two is competitors. Competitors focus on outperforming other call center agents. So if there's a leaderboard in your call center that says Sally is doing better than Susie, then Susie, the agent, is really excited about making sure that she steps it up a notch so that she can outperform Sally. She's going to do whatever she needs to do to outperform Sally as an agent. Type number three are controllers. Controllers are outspoken, opinionated. They love to demonstrate their expertise. They're not the kind of person who goes along to get along and tries to gel with the crowd. So that's type number three, controllers. Type number four are empathizers. Empathizers are good listeners who really like helping people. Type number five are hard workers. These are the agents who follow the rules and the procedures down to the end of it. Type six are innovators. These are folks who see opportunities to improve process. They generate ideas. They come up with the new shiny thing quickly out of what they see. And the last type, type number seven, are rocks. Rocks are able to not take conversations personally. When they have a bad conversation, they're able to sort of shake it off and take a deep breath and just move on to the next call. It's really hard to get their feathers ruffled up. So these are the seven types of reps from this global cross-industry study. Number one, accommodators. Number two, competitors. Number three, controllers. Number four, empathizers. Number five, hard workers number six, innovators, and number seven, rocks. So the two types of agents that we want to focus on when we're looking to hire the right agents for this conversation are empathizers and controllers. You're probably not surprised that we're focusing on empathizers. In this study, they reported that 42% of managers said that they preferred to hire empathizers. And of the 1,440 reps that were studied, 32% of them were indeed empathizers. So out of seven types of reps, 32% were empathizers. And I won't go too deeply into it because I encourage you to read the article on your own for sure. But essentially, 
hiring managers, when asked, the first thing they said is, oh, yeah, I would definitely want someone who is empathetic, who's a good listener, who wants to help people. This is the first thing that managers and leaders thought about when they went to hire someone. But you know what's interesting? What's interesting is that they later did cross-research and found that from a customer perspective, when they did customer satisfaction surveys after interactions with customers, it was found that the majority of, I hope I don't say this wrong, the majority of great customer satisfaction ratings were not coming from interactions with empathizers. They were coming from interactions with controllers. I know it's shocking, right? Well, not to me. Not to me, it's not. And that's why I loved this article so much because I've had a hunch for a very long time that when you are a customer talking to an agent, you are not most concerned about someone saying, I'm sorry. You are most concerned with getting your issue resolved. And what is it that controllers do? Controllers fix problems. Controllers are all about demonstrating their expertise, showing that they can make things happen, showing that they can get something fixed. These are not necessarily the people who are going to say, I'm sorry, a whole bunch of times. Although they might, you know, because these types of of representatives, they're not discreet. They're not um, all individual. You're not 100% accommodating, 100% competitive, 100% controller. There's a mix in there. And it's possible to be primarily a controller, but then also be empathetic to your customer's needs. So when I say all of this, please understand that that I agree with that. It's important to be empathetic for certain, but mostly isn't it important to make sure that the issue gets resolved? When they did the study, only 2% of managers studied said that they preferred to hire controllers. The other thing that's interesting is, and again, I encourage you to read the article, it goes much deeper into it, but what we take off the top of it is that Controllers don't respond well to the way that call center job descriptions are written. Call center job descriptions are written in such a way that the agent is normally encouraged to stay within the lines, for example. Someone who follows rules really well and has sort of an assembly line mentality. And controllers more prefer to be able to use their own creative thinking to solve problems and be trusted within a loose framework of guidelines to do the right thing. This is very attractive to controllers. And in the article, it points to the fact that some companies are rewriting job descriptions in order to be able to attract more controllers so that they will have great customer satisfaction ratings as well. I highly encourage you to have a look at this because all of the knowledge that comes out of customer experience, customer call center operations, it seems like it's a no-brainer to make sure that you are looking for someone who is very high on the empathy scale. And that's what we all say that we want. But honestly, I think what we really want is someone who will fix the problem in an empathetic way. 
I think we want controllers to go out, take charge, handle business, make sure that the customer's issue is fully resolved and be empathetic while doing it. Wouldn't you rather have someone just fix the problem than say, I'm sorry? I want them to first fix the problem and then, if necessary, say that they're sorry. So anyway, that's food for thought. I thought that was a really important article for us to talk about today. And like I said, this is only one aspect of the article that was written. So highly encourage you to run over to sociallysupportive.com slash five so that you can uh, click on the link to this article and have a deeper look. That's it for today's topic. Guess where I'm going? Do you want to know where I'm going? I am going to New York in the fall. That's right. You may have heard me say it before, but I'm very excited because Socially Supportive is the official podcast partner of the Insight Group's annual Customer Service Summit. It's being held November 16th and 17th at the Marriott Brooklyn Bridge. I have met many of my colleagues and thought leaders in the social and digital customer care space at this conference. And many of them will be attending this year. So I highly encourage you to go. And if you do go, come say hi to me. I'd love to meet you. I'd love to hear about what your digital or social customer care program has going on. I'd love to hear your thoughts about who should be on the show or what we should talk about on the show. Maybe you should be on the show. You can go to sociallysupportive.com slash insight, that's I-N-C-I-T-E, for details, a link over to their website where you can get more information about the event. So come on and join me and have a really good time. Can't beat New York in the fall. Do you have a job opening? Do you want it filled with somebody who listens to the Socially Supportive podcast? Send me over your job opening and I'll see if I've got someone's resume that makes sense to connect you with. And if you like, I'll talk about it on the air and or post that up on the website. And if you're looking for a job, send that over to me. Send me your resume at Frankie at socially supportive.com. Don't worry, I won't tell your boss. I'm not going to post your resume out there for the world to see. I'll just provide it to someone who um, might hire you. All right, guys, that's it for episode five, Wisdom Wednesday. Tomorrow is Thoughtful Thursday, and we will be contemplating deep thoughts about running digital and social customer care. Until then, and even after then, I am Frankie Soche, your host of the Socially Supportive Podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and I can't wait to catch you tomorrow. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Socially Supportive. Want more? Head on over to sociallysupportive.com to join the social pack and find the best tips, tricks, and technology to take your team from okay to outstanding in no time.
Thanks for listening to Socially Supportive. Want more? Head on over to sociallysupportive.com to join the social pack and find the best tips, tricks, and technology to take your team from okay to outstanding in no time.